It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. Zach Arnett and the staff have been let go. Greg Knox will be the uh, interim coach. 20 years of SEC experience. Not sure what you can do over the next 9 or 10 days, but it is what it is. Lots of pressure on Zach Selvin and Dr. Mark Keenum. Uh, that's just the way it is. Um, this is the front porch of your school. You're now going through Mullen, Moorhead, and I can't emphasize enough how... Uh, how bad of a hire that was at that time uh, to go cheap and, uh, you know, get a guy who couldn't run a program and who wasn't interested in, you know, coaching Nick Fitzgerald, who was a fantastic college QB. But then you got Leach late in the game that year. Leach dies unexpectedly. Arnett comes in as interim and now you will uh you'll be in a coaching search again and you've got to uh lock this down and stop being in coaching searches out of bounds brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance and that amazing mouth-watering ribeye medium rare um with the side of mushrooms maybe even add in some crab meat kesslerprime.com to make a reservation this is 1059 the zone ESPN and I'm your host Bo Bounds and I have Jason with me. We'll have uh, Andrew Stefaniak locked on Aggies at 8.30. Tom Luganbill at 9.30. Both of them will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Both will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I'd like to get your thoughts on the weekend. Uh, Mississippi State just let go of their head coach. I hate to see it. I I know some of those guys, young staff, families, all that. But... um, you know, you can't, it just is what it is. They they are where they are, and um, they did what they could in December. Some could argue 
that. And now here you are in November and you will be naming another head football coach. Um, you could argue that, that Arnett was not given, you know, the resources to hire actually who he wanted to hire, but that can be debated and fleshed out or flushed out flush, flush, uh, at another time. So it is the silly season, uh, the crazy season, coaching searches. Um, you still have two games left, but I don't expect much in either game. I, I really don't. Um, but who knows? Maybe Greg Knox can get something going in the next five days. Texas A&M is going to spend about $150 million to get rid of Jimbo Fisher and then bring in a new coach and staff. And then Ole Miss went to Georgia, and I think Lane Kiffin probably had a long, long Saturday night. You know, what, what, what is my, have I hit the ceiling in Oxford? What can we, you know, yeah, we're winning. They love me. I'm getting paid a lot. It's about to get, if he's there, he's about to get another raise. But um, he's not dumb. He was watching the game play out in front of him. And Ole Miss got beat 52 to 17 <laughs> on one of their better teams. And it could have been worse. I mean, it, 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 it could have been worse. And uh, this is not known as a dominant. The last two teams we've, we've labeled as dominant at Georgia. This one we have not. Um, is it time? I don't know. Uh, I mean, according to the defensive scoring efficiency numbers, this is not a dominant defense. This is not a number one or two or three ranked defense. It's, it's not. Uh, that's when your Alabama's had several, and J- Kirby's had a few at Georgia. Um, and, and so I think you know the question is what was Lane asking himself, reflecting, taking stock. What do I have? Where can I go? You know, I mean, he talked about it. Recruiting, we've got it right here. Let's drop it, Lane Kiffin says recruiting is big reason for blowout loss. We've got to recruit at a higher level. Um, and I'm not blaming people. We've got to coach better. Um, but, you know, at some point, those whatever those stats are, we've signed one five-star, they've signed 24 or something. Those kind of do show up at some point. So um, well, we would, we'd have to recruit at a, at a better level, do a better job um, recruiting. Okay, so what he he has made several call to actions to the alumni base because smart over the years. Most most coaches don't do that. And Ole Miss loaded the boat to the best of their abilities for the portal, right? Couple of cycles. And last year was a nice year, but it didn't work out like Ole Miss thought it was. Yeah, defense. Smoke and mirrors, seven and one record, hadn't beat anybody, whatever. Um this year and I, I mean, and give Lane credit. The West has been down since Lane and Leach got there. I mean, all the firings are catching up. COVID, all that. I mean, uh, LSU hasn't been as good. A and M's never got to good. Auburn is not good. Arkansas's awful. Mississippi State's awful. Okay, so he's taking advantage of a window. That window may close here as you see some things do away with the divisions. Oklahoma and Texas come in, and some of those teams are going to get better that I just referenced, especially the team down on the Plains. And LSU, I mean, I know LSU's not having a good year, but they're they're going to get it together. They just, 
They're LSU. Yeah. I mean, they made the SEC championship last year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're Which doing okay. <laughs> proves my point um, of, of the SEC, you know, being down uh, the West. But so what is Lane? T- he's taking stock. What am I going to do? He wants to win a national championship. That is his number. I mean, he he has told people in the industry. Um, could he could he coach at Ole Miss for the next six years, make a ton of money, and win games, but and make the, the expanded college football playoff? But can he get there and win it? He just said Georgia signed twenty four five stars. We signed one. That gap will never be made up. It's a cold, hard reality, right? I mean, he said it to everybody. And and what's crazy is he'll say things like that. Most coaches won't. Yeah. That, I mean, he's just, this is the deal. He's really grown up, and he's turned into an excellent head coach. Uh, and could he win a national championship at the right program? Hell yeah, he could. I don't know where that would be. Um. Because Ole Miss can pay him. You know, it's only going to be a couple of spots where he can land that uh, that would make sense. All right, let's get into Zach Arnett. Um, he was let go. Circumstances, unfortunate. You're going to turn the page now, and you've got to go get a head coach and get some damn stability in the program. I mean, you got to go get somebody who has won, who's run the program. I mean, the fact, I still can't believe you hired Joe Moorhead, but the fact that you've gone through this many coaches, including Mullen since 2017, and and, and you just won nine games. I don't know how you did it. Yeah. I mean, you should be going to, like Mississippi State, who they are as a program, you, you should be going two and 10. I mean, Dan leaves, Moorhead trips over wins, Leach walks into an absolute hornet's mess. You know, and, and he can he can win just because he's lead. So you got lucky there. I know he's not into staffing and recruiting, but God, he's brilliant. Brilliant. And then, you know, the whole thing played out. It just So you got to go get an, a, a dude, somebody who's tough. We talked about Mullen, Kiffin, Freeze, Cheryl, Tuberville. Man, those guys, to be able to win it in this state, in this league... You got to check a lot of boxes. Lane checks a lot of boxes right now. Um, also, let's talk about the floor and the ceiling in in Starkville. Because you know what I think we overlook? We overlook the floor. I really think we do that. I think we do that a lot of times in life. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Superior Foundation. For all your foundation issues, Superior. Superior Foundation. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan 
on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Good morning. Welcome in. We have Steve Robertson. JeansPage.com, 247 Sports, breaking news. Zach Arnett was let go this morning. Mississippi State will have a new football coach um, in the next two weeks. We've rehashed everything that happened last December and and, and so on. Um, so we're going to bring Steve on to kind of talk about what could play out um, in the next couple of weeks and where Mississippi State could land. Uh, Steve, you and I talk to fans all the time. And uh, we love them. We love their passion. And you got to have it. Uh, are you one that thinks that they have to go with an offensive guy? Or that they can go with a defensive guy that's proven that he can um, that he can hire a really good offensive coordinator? Well, I think either one of those would work. But I think by and large, you know, at Mississippi State, what's been successful is the offensive-minded coach. I mean, you look at the years under Dan Mullen, you know, even even Mike Leach. I mean, some of the better years in recent years have come with offensive-minded coaches. But, but yeah, if you get, you know, a guy that's a, a great facilitator and a guy that can run the show, and I think that's the real challenge, you know, at, at Mississippi State. And uh, that, that's a challenge for first-year head coaches. I mean, Dan struggled with it a little bit when he first got there. And, uh, talking to Zach Arnett this summer, I, I asked him one day, I said, you know, how are things going? You know, how are you acclimating to the new responsibility? He goes, you know, it, it, if I could just coach the team, just the football stuff, uh, you know, that that would be one thing. But, you know, it's getting on a plane, flying to Washington, D.C., and lobbying for NIL legislation and then all these meetings and things like that. There's a lot of challenges that I think first-year coaches face that they're unprepared for. And uh, so you have to have somebody that can run the show. That's why I think it's a, it's apparent that state has to go get a sitting head coach or a guy with head coaching experience to come in here that can handle the demands away from the field, because there is so much in the Southeastern conference you have to do. But uh, when you think about offensive minded coaches and things like that, that, that's what it's all about these days. I mean, it's about, you know, people love a great defense, but they, they buy tickets to go watch an explosive offense, and State simply hasn't had that this year. Okay. So either scenario would work for you. 
Um, yeah, it would, yeah it, it, both would work. But I think, you know, let's like say for an example, say you go get a defensive-minded coach that uh, has got experience and he's able to bring in a guy like Kendall Browles or somebody like that. I mean, you could get excited about that. But I think uh, – I think ideally your first choice would be to get an offensive-minded coach. It'll surround himself with other offensive coaches that know what to do. Yeah. So, and what I'm talking about is somebody like uh, Barry Odom. He proved that he could go and identify a big-time offensive coach in Brendan Marion. He plucked him from the University of Texas, and they're doing amazing things on offense. Plus, Odom moved the ball at Missouri. Um, after he followed Pinkle, but he's tough. He's been in the wars, kind of what you just said. He's been there, and he's had to play uphill a lot. Um, would that be somebody that you think should be considered? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, especially people that know the Southeastern Conference recruiting footprint. I mean, that, that was the real challenge when Joe got here, and, and he absolutely denied that the whole way through, but it was a real issue, even though Joe was so personable. You know, it's it's kind of like having a great hunting dog, right? I mean, it's like – you know, you go get a good hunting dog, they're going to hunt in any set of woods you put them in. But you get an old hunting dog, they just kind of stick to the trails they know, you know. So you've you got to have some people here, I think, that uh, that know the recruiting footprint. I think there's probably some coaches you consider retaining with that in mind. But, uh, yeah, you've got to have some people that understand the demands of being a head coach but also have some relationships in the recruiting footprint to really be successful. Um, all right. Gus Malzahn. Uh, to me, he's the ceiling. Um, I think it'll be tough, especially if Arkansas opens up today or next week. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Malzahn probably is the one you look at and say, okay, hey, he has a lot of the attributes that you want in a head coach, right? Um, but, yeah, Arkansas is his dream job. And now, of course, with A&M opening up, I mean, you know, I think uh, you know, his representatives are it probably in the best position of anybody when it relates to these Southeastern Conference coaching candidates because he can leverage A&M against Arkansas. And I just don't think State's going to win a bidding war for Malzahn with either of those schools. And so I had somebody just, just last week when I made an update on kind of what we're hearing around the Southeastern Conference coaching carousel that said, hey, uh, because of the fact of Malzahn's desire to come back home, he, he and his wife, that uh, he will probably factor into the decision-making process at the University of Arkansas. Sure. That could be pretty tidy situation you know they may move on and then have a little period where they figure these things out and Malzahn ultimately is uh, announced as the hire shortly after the regular season ends who's your favorite there's so many different guys and you know they'll be the kind of the core group that will be floated around and then there'll be several others that Zach Selman and his team will look at that uh that nobody's really talking about um Take out Malzahn, who's your favorite in the clubhouse? That's a good question. And I don't really know that I have a favorite at this point. I think some of it's got to do with Zach Selman. You know, of course, when Scott Strickland was here and John Cohen was here, you kind of had an idea of how those guys operated. This is the first year athletic director. For all intents and purposes, this is his first year having to make the most important hire of the athletic department. So uh, will he go with somebody that he knows well? I suspect he will. I think that he'll have somebody that he's got some connections with and uh, I believe these conversations, and you do as well, Bo, have, have been ongoing for a, a little bit of a, uh, a while now. I don't, I don't think you pull the trigger today just for the PR, right? I, I think there's probably a, a plan that's already been in place for a while, and I, I don't know that I could name who it's going to be at this point, but we're going to work to find out here in the next couple of days. Uh, have you seen this football scoop guy on Twitter, um, Steve? I, 
I don't I don't follow him. Yeah, I don't I don't follow him. Life is too short, death is too certain to you know follow people that take other people's uh, material and pass it off as their own. Okay. All right. I just saw he he threw up a post about Mississippi State not treating Zach Arnett the right way and um I had to let him know that he was dead ass wrong. But anyway. All right, so let's keep moving here. Greg Knox, interim coach. Uh, we'll find out at noon. I think it'll either be Knox or Hughes. Uh, I think Knox makes a lot of sense just because of the fact that he's done it before and, and uh, was successful here at Mississippi State, you know, uh, against Lamar Jackson and Louisville and Liberty Bowl. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I think what you're want, really wanting here, and I discussed this yesterday on our message boards, is is you really want that Carnell Cadillac Williams effect, right? You, like, if, if this continued, and that was one thing that I posted you know, midway through the ball game. Uh, on my message board on, on Saturday. This cannot continue. You know, and, and you start thinking about, okay, you've got Southern Miss and Ole Miss coming in here. Uh, whether or not Zach Arnett was retained, you had to find some way to get some juice. This is the best way to do it. I think now Mississippi State fans, there'll be so many Mississippi State fans that were on the fence or perhaps not coming as some sort of protest. We'll come to the ball games now to support these young men that are wearing the maroon and white. Uh, whereas they probably would have stayed home. I don't think you'd have had anybody there on Saturday against Southern Miss, and I think a lot of people would say the way Ole Miss is playing right now, I don't want to go watch that debacle just to see uh, Zach Arnett be fired the next day. I think you now you've removed that, right? You removed that conflict. And so I think a lot of Mississippi State fans will rally around this program and around each other and around this team and see if they can't salvage something in the final two games of the regular season. I've only got a minute. Uh, I think the Southern Miss game is in play for Southern Miss. Do you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, based on what you've seen offensively the last few weeks, I mean, how, how could if you're not Southern Miss, how could you not be excited about the opportunity to come uh, after you've won two in a row to a Southeastern Conference venue and have a chance to beat a struggling team? And so I think State's going to show up and play, but I do think uh, in making this move today probably uh, makes that game a little more winnable for Mississippi State. Do you expect Will Rogers to play this weekend? Absolutely. Okay. And Woody Marks? I think so. Yeah, I feel about, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there was talk about what he possibly played last week. He was upgraded from, you know, from doubtful to questionable, and then he didn't suit. So, you know, we'll see what happens this week. But, uh, you know, neither one of those guys would be 100%, but they give State the best chance to win. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. See ya. Jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. That interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Startville, and Tupelo. Some fried pickles, some good Key City beer, any of the amazing specialty burgers that they have. And don't sleep on those sandwiches either. At uh, And the Philly Spring Rolls at Bulldog Burger, Starville, Ridgeland, and Tupelo. Good morning. Welcome in. We're going to go to Texas A&M College Station. Bring in Andrew Stefaniak. Locked on Aggies. They're going to be looking for a new coach, too, in College Station. Will it be Urban Meyer? Norvell, among others. Show is powered by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior.ms. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, 
only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, Breaking news, Zach Arnett has been let go at Mississippi State, and um, they just felt like they couldn't continue to move in that direction. And uh, Zach Arnett's a good guy and um, developing into a good defensive coordinator, and he'll get another job, and he made millions and millions of dollars. And circumstances are unfortunate, but you got to do what's best for the university and the athletic department and the alumni. You got to make sure that people butts are still in seats. That's for sure. Uh, in 2024, you got a lot of work to do. Got to get a coach and got to go get in the portal and go get 25 plus players, hopefully land on 10. And, uh, yeah, you're in the Sun Belt. You can go land on some athletes too. Um, you know, they can run and hit. Uh, for some reason, that's been tougher than it was prior, you know, tougher than it should have been under Moorhead and Leach. But, um, uh, the hit rate has not been good out of high school. And that's uh, that's a credit to Dan Mullen. I mean, the guy could just flat out evalu- uh, evaluate people and develop people. You just don't find those guys every day. Kiffin, Mullen, Tuberville, Cheryl. Just, if it, well, if it was that easy, everybody would be happy in college football. But we're going to have Andrew Stefaniak in about five minutes. Um, it's unfortunate. Anyway, Zach Arnett has been let go. Now, who's going to be your next head coach? And there's a lot on Zach Selman and his team. Uh, and also, what is the university willing to do? Mississippi State has always gone cheap. If you give them an opportunity to go cheap. I mean, coming out of Dan Mullen, they hired Joe Moorhead for $2.8 million. Why? You'd already, you'd already outbid teams to get Dan, including the Miami Hurricanes, twice. Now, eventually Miami got serious this last time around with Mario Cristobal. But, I mean, you were paying Dan Mullen six, $6 million how many years ago? What is that, six, seven years ago? So, why did you go cheap? Here's the question. Are you committed? Do you want to win? I mean, it's a marketing expense. It's football. It's tourism. It's people coming in to spend money. It's student recruitment. What are you going to do? Are you going to go cheap or are you going to go and spend some money? $2.8 million for Joe Moorhead? Come on. That's ridiculous. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Jason Young. 
Now, we've told you about uh, Jason with Bottrell, FBBI, but you know it is Bottrell. He has over 30 years of experience maximizing contractors' bonding capacities, built an amazing book of business all over the Southeast. Jason Young, FBBI, Bottrell. Uh, proven history of responding with a sense of urgency and optimism to his clients. Bid and contract bond needs. Jason Young, FBBI Insurance, Bottrell. Call Jason Young today. He's been in it for 30 years and has built a big-time business and has amazing clients all over the Southeast. That's Jason Young, FBBI, Bottrell. Uh, Jason, do you have somebody that you want Mississippi State to hire? Um, I don't want State to, as, a, as an Ole Miss guy, right. don't want State to hire Leopold or Leipold. Uh, I've been seeing on the text line this morning, Herman's been thrown around a lot. What do you think about Herman? Cause we've talked about him kind of died down a little bit recently. But I think what nobody you... wins at Texas and he went 32 and 18 in the grand scheme of things. It's not bad at all. It's kind of mirrors what Lane did at Southern Cal. Would he be in your middle range? Like we talked ceiling floor. Is he in the middle or is he towards the ceiling? He's more towards the ceiling. Gus Malzahn is the ceiling. Maybe another name. Chadwell's up there. Uh, Chadwell and Herman are right behind and Barry Odom for me. I think people are sleeping on Barry Odom. You should do a dance down the street in all your maroon and take it off while you're dancing if you get Barry Odom. He's proven that he can hire offensive guys. He's unbelievable. He's run it. He's won nasty physical night games in the SEC. He's a grown-up, and he coached under one of the best football coaches in America the last 20 or 30 years, Gary Pinkle. You should, you should run around your neighborhood with a cowbell if you get Barry Odom. All right, we're going to go to Texas A&M. This is the Out of Bounds Show. It's brought to you by Jason Young with Bottrell. FBBI Insurance, Jason Young, over 30 years of experience maximizing contractors' bonding capacity, proven history of responding with a sense of urgency and optimism to his clients' bid and contract bond needs. Jason Young, FBBI Insurance, Bottrell. Super dude, built a great book of business, and uh, built it from the ground up, too. Jason Young, Bottrell, FBBI. All right, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, wild day in College Station yesterday morning um, as Ross Bjork and the powers to be decided to let go of Jimbo Fisher. They'll pay him $76 million to go, plus the staff, $20 million or so. And then they'll bring in a whole nother group. And so they're looking at another, you know, 30, 40 million, and they believe it's worth it. So we bring in Andrew Stefaniak, locked on Aggies. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Andrew, do you think Ross Bjork will go really, really big game hunting and make some people tell him yes or no first, like Urban Meyer and Chris Peterson? I do. I think that he, people have been talking about the timing of this, leaning toward, there's got to be something on Bjork's mind. 
There's got to be somebody he's after. Um, and those names are two that are definitely on the list. And there's a few more. One I'm big on is, has been Dan Lanning. And a lot of people have been, uh, Oregon fans have been pushing back hard on me on that one. But Texas A&M is a job people want because of the resources there. So it's something that coaches are going to take the phone call. Oh, absolutely. Okay, that's interesting. I would think Norvell, Brom, Kiffin, all should be a million miles ahead of Dan Lanning. But, um, and that's interesting that that name has been, but you don't ever know, right, Andrew? I mean, that, one of the hot names coming out of the shoot doesn't mean that it's even close to, um, you know, one of the top names for, for Ross Bjork, right? Oh, exactly. And like to Dan Lanning, it's not, here's the deal. We're to the point right now where you talk about big game hunting. It's a great word for it. I think everybody, when you're, you know, you're a fan and you're of a team. Everybody's got there. This is the guy I want. Looking at, at it from the you know, research I've done, talking about it on my show, I mean, Lanning is the guy I lean toward. Like you said, Norvell's a name. There are a whole – Norvell's the one I'm going to talk about today. The, it, this is an opportunity for you to really – because like I said, it, it's like, uh, it's like asking, a, asking a girl on a date. Worst they can say is no. And, um, and I think you're going to see that play out when it comes to this coaching search, they're going to reach out to some big-time names. Yeah. Andrew Stefaniak, Locked On Aggies, Aggies Insider. Uh, A&M about to spend a ton of money to try to get this right. They are the one, they're the one program in the country that has never won big like we think they should. And um, this may be the time. I think... Andrew, do you think some of it was Texas was winning and Texas is coming into the SEC next year and it's time to time to make a move? I, I definitely think that is something that played a role. You know, Sark's got the Longhorns rolling, and I don't think that uh, success is going to be slowed at any point in the near future. And, you know, you got to remember, that's a huge rivalry. We, rivalry. we just haven't seen it because of A&M coming to the SEC. So that's going to be restored. You don't want to be the so-called little brother, you know, in Texas A&M, Coach Fisher, which, I mean, you know, no no hate to him. He's a very happy man now, like the Ed Orgeron, what door you want me to leave and uh, when you want me to go. But, um, yeah, I think that they need to compete with Texas, too, because it's going to be a big rivalry within the state. And Coach Fisher wasn't getting the job done. you got to go get somebody who can take the talent that Texas A&M has now, will have in the future, and succeed with it. Okay, so um, did you did you hear about this happening several days before it 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 went down, Andrew? No, um, actually, that's so funny. The um, this was not one. You know, a lot of times, you you kind of feel like I've seen um, Arkansas sort of have those conversations. Are we going to see? I've seen um, Arkansas insiders start to post: Is Pittman going to be gone? And with A&M, it wasn't like that. I didn't hear about it until I woke up on Sunday morning, and there it was, bang. You know, the AD said they had discussed it, which is so funny because it's very rare to see a coach get fired after a win, especially a 51-10 to 10 win. Um, so, you know, Ross Bjork had talked about how this was discussed in a meeting on Thursday. So um, it was planned, but it was not a meeting I was in. And so, no, it came as a surprise to me. Okay. All right. Um, 
Do people have like full confidence in Ross Bjork for this search? You know, the hires he's made during his time at A&M, I think he's hit out of the ballpark, whether it's women's basketball, whether it's Buzz Williams, whether it's uh, Schlossnagel running the baseball team. I mean, this he's done a good job, and I trust him to hit it out of the park again with bringing in a, a, a big-time football coach. Okay. Uh, do you think A&M is prepared to go $10 million plus a year? You know, the buyout... Obviously, you, like you said, seventy six. I've seen seventy seven some places. Um, it, it, that's a lot. That's a lot of money you got to pay out. And but I think that's the that's probably where I would see the number kind of capping out would be about ten. I've seen that a lot of places. Okay, um, Andrew Stefaniak locked on Aggies. Jimbo Fisher's been fired. Uh, they're willing to pay the the seventy six plus million. And then and then flip this thing around. Uh, do you? I know I asked about. You wouldn't be surprised though if they if they asked Urban Meyer if he wants to get back in it, right? No, I would not be. He's a name up there as well. I mean, listen, you can't you can't deny that success. I mean, if, you know what he did during his time in the college ranks. You cannot deny it. Um, he, he's a great football coach. The tenure wasn't great at Jacksonville with the Jaguars, but you know that doesn't really apply. We all know what he can do in college football. Sure. Um, and I think once again, I think you give him Texas A&M, as we all know, had the talent. The coach Fisher couldn't win with it. You give me someone who can win with that talent. Texas A&M is going to be one of the best programs in college football, and I think Urban Meyer can do that. So yeah. they will definitely be reaching out. To if you had to put your finger on why it's never happened at A&M, Andrew, what would it be? You know, I think it, I, I lean toward the – you haven't done much as a program, really in any sport. I mean, you know, and, and that's always a talking point. But looking at this – I think the Jimbo Fisher hire, this would, that was your first chance. You know, you could take it back further than that, but. All right, we may have, uh, Jimbo Fisher may have cut the line. Uh, we're visiting with Andrew Stefaniak, Locked on Aggies. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Want to say good morning, welcome in. We've got a lot going on here, as y'all know, a lot to unpack. Uh, Jimbo Fisher was fired yesterday. Uh, Zach Arnett was fired today. Uh, Sam Pittman's on the clock at Arkansas. And then there may be another SEC school. Uh, we'll see. There will be other schools around the country. Andrew, uh, continue on as far as A&M not winning big to date. Yes. So I kind of, I think you've got to attribute a lot of this to Jimbo Fisher. And you hate to point fingers at one person, but you know, the talent he has had, and it sounds – I'm beating the drum. I know the talent, the word talent gets annoying when referring to Texas A&M, but Texas A&M right now has a top five roster in college football. What's that going to look like after all of the turnover? We, you know, we don't know. But I'm willing to bet you whatever coach they bring in has a top ten roster next year when it comes to blue chip ratio and talent. And Coach Fisher had that. A lot of coaches would have won with that talent, and Coach Fisher didn't. So I just think there, everything has been there for success. 
your coach just didn't get it done. And that's why I think the uh, you know transition to a new head football coach, if you make the right hire, can lead to an incredible football program that is competing every year for SEC and national championships. Okay. So is do you how how do you see this search? Is this Ross Bjork's or Ross Bjork with some help from some big time successful businessmen who are alums? I would say he's got a lot of help. <laughs> I, I, I think he's got a lot of help um, from the alumni. Um, you know, very successful people who are are very invested in the program. I would say that. It's just about 50-50, but, you know, once again, I do, I do trust Bjork. I mean, you know, this is his, this is his job on the line here as well. You can't, you can't swing and miss on this hire. You just can't. So I think he knows this is his job on the line as well. And he'll listen to some boosters, but he knows he has to hit this out of the park. Okay. All right. Andrew Stefaniak, Locked on Aggies. Jimbo Fisher's out. They are searching for a new head coach, and uh, we we believe that they have plenty of money. Obviously, they're buying out. I mean, I think the bout's going to be over $100 million for the whole staff. And then they've got a pony back up and go get uh, a big-time proven coach. Is that Norvell, Lanning, Brom, Kiffin, if Urban, and, and some of the, the big, big names um, – say no. Andrew, uh, you'll have a lot to talk about for a long time here, and we appreciate your time. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Andrew Stefaniak, locked on Aggies on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Lanning's interesting to me. He wouldn't be in, you know, look, Dan Lanning may end up being a phenomenal head coach for the next 15 years for wherever he is. But he, he would not be in my, I guess, second tier after you make Urban Meyer. Uh, Dabo's not a fit. Okay. No, let me walk that back. There's no such thing as fit. Dabo's the king of Clemson, and I don't see him moving his castle to College Station. He's He's got everything there. He owns half the town. They've deeded, they'll deed more to him if he ever wins again. Yeah, I just, and he hasn't embraced NIL. So I don't think that that's going to go over well. I don't think that they would make Dabo say yes or no. Yeah, Do I think that Dabo's better days may be behind him? Could be. Um, do I think he's one hell of a football coach? Absolutely. But he has pulled a a Mike Krzyzewski, except Mike pivoted like two years in. Do y'all rem- You don't, but 23 years ago, Mike Krzyzewski got up and pulled what most coaches, you know, hard-headed and, narcissistic and ego I don't believe in one and done somebody finally sat coach K down I don't know if it was one of his former players Jay Bill hey coach do you want to win another national championship well hell yeah I do well do you want to go back to the final four well yeah I do uh then you'll have to sign one and done yeah yeah. because there are other people that are laughing at you oh you mean I can't be the hard-headed narcissist no you can't in this and so, so that's where Dabo's been, and there you can see what's happened there, right? They're having a very disappointing season. Um, Lane Kiffin embraced the portal from the jump. You could argue, was he the first coach? I think he was the first to really go hard like that. Was to, he to focus, like to to hyper focus 
on the portal or he rather Prom, than yeah. right. They just happen to be in the same state at the same time. Lane was at a higher profile program, but Dion's a bigger brand and and obviously a million times bigger name than than Lane Kiffin. So he got a little bit of the of the run. Is that is that fair? Yeah, no, definitely. And I know there were some others out there. Uh, the big boys didn't have to do it in that first cycle. If you notice, Lane had a lot more competition after the first cycle because LSU, you know, A&M, Bama, Georgia are like, well, we're going to eat first. And they always will. John Calipari had one of the best quotes I've ever heard in my life. I was listening to a podcast, Calipari and uh, Dan Patrick. And they were talking about all the moving parts and the uh, new era of collegiate athletics. And Cal said, he said, we'll always eat first at Kentucky. They'll always eat first at Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan, USC, Texas, you know, and so on. Um, So give Lane credit. Lane, he read the tea leaves quick and just said, oh, this is a way for me to be competitive, to be like really good. Um, I'm never going to recruit like Kirby at Ole Miss. I'm never going to recruit like Saban, Brian Kelly, Jimbo at the time, Sark, and it drives him crazy that his buddy Sark said a blue blood and he's not, or Michigan or Ohio State or, you know, the list goes on and on. And so Lane's like, hold on, this will level the playing field. So what did he do? He got in early. So last year, there were more people in the cycle, right? That first cycle, Lane, it was just Lane and a few others. Last year's cycle, what was it was more crowded. This year, everybody's in. Yeah. Everybody's in. Give Lane Kiffin credit. Not only did he become a hundred millionaire because he read the tea leaves early and went, oh, this is a way for me to get competitive fast and to replace Matt Corral and some other pieces. Um, and I'm going to do it. And and I'm, I'm going to have the foresight to understand that this is the way where a lot of coaches in my business, including his rival, I love Mike Leach, but what did Mike do right off the bat? I don't want to mess with that. Poor, I don't want to mess with that. And, you know, Dabo, I don't want to mess with that. That, that, that. That's not the way. Oh, it is the way. Now, do you have to have high school? You got to have both. Got to recruit high school kids. You got to go get in the portal and supplement. You got to hope to hit on a quarterback and maybe a couple other guys. Lane went 20, 28 last year, maybe. I don't know if Lane's always going to go that many. Uh, he's signing a ton of high school. I don't know how he's going to revamp the roster. Still, who knows? But he's got he's got the numbers. He's very very bright. He's got the numbers where they want him. I get. But maybe maybe he scales it down to 25, 24. But he hit on a lot, and with a bus rate of sixty percent minimum, Lane's Lane's done well. Uh, Dion hit on guys. Two four seven has a uh, twenty three for Ole Miss's twenty twenty three season. Twenty three transfers. Okay. All right. Well, so that's maybe that's where he wants to stay, right in that twenty to twenty three ish range going forward. Um, at Georgia, you don't have to do that, right? Why? Because you sign four and five star players. And- People will you, you claw can their eyes out eight. to go. 
Right. You can sign eight portal players, right? Um, but I will be interested to see what the Blue Bloods do the next few years. Like, what is their number? What's Georgia, Bama, LSU, Ohio State's number going forward? And, but yeah, Kiffin, Prime, there were a few other. Look, look what Missouri did. Kudos to their alums for stepping up. I mean, dude, they're they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Eight and two is not bad. They went and spent <laughs> some money. Um, they said we're not gonna sit on the sidelines. And and you know, yell at the clouds, old man guy. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The out of bounds show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. Oh, and the Nissan Rogue. That crossover is sharp. Nice Canon Nissan in Jackson. 